Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Nicholas Youngs from Tapping the Greater Olean. And I'm Jordan Walmer from Tapping the Greater Olean. And with us today we have Brian Kelly. He's an Alfred student, and I believe he's a member of the uh, film club that they have there. Is that correct, Brian? Uh, you with us, Brian? Okay, so apparently we've had a bit of a connection issue here. Get the right number, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, how about we just have our discussion right now? Yeah, maybe he'll join in. Yeah, he'll probably join in. Uh, not really sure uh, what the connection problem is, but how about you start with uh, any films that you're willing to see uh, in the near future? Yeah, um, so I'm really into horror movies. I have been since growing up. Um, right now, I'm. I really want to see the It movie. I know it's been popular craze. Um, Nick said he has saw it and he has uh, mixed reviews about it. Oh yeah, I mean it's uh, it, Pennywise itself himself is actually much scarier than in like the '90s version. But come on, it's Tim Curry. You're you're, yeah. you're not going to be afraid of Tim Curry. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, Pennywise like. The way he moves, it's mostly when he's not talking that he's scariest because mm-hmm. he just moves in just mm-hmm. this creepy way and it's, it's just unsettling to look at. Yeah, so I definitely need to get to see this soon to see that. Um, I'm also excited for a movie that comes out this week and it's called Flatliners, which is more of like a thriller and horror. Um, it's with Nia Zobrow, who's one of my favorite actresses. And it's about these group of students and they have figured out a way to like basically... I don't know, like, kill themselves and make, like, them flatline. And then when they come back alive, they're, like, a completely different person. But then it, like, freaks them out because they're seeing different things. I don't know. It just looks like something I would definitely be interested in. And, yeah, that's actually, like, a remake of, like, Is it? I didn't know that. Oh, okay. I forget who was in it, but uh, I remember it being pretty cheesy and not really what we see. (laughs) Like, that's why people, like, are, are interested see it now because they don't think it's been done before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, is that with most horror movies, most movies in general now mm-hmm. at this point? Yeah. Also, Nick and I were just talking about uh, Happy Death Day before this. Um, we don't, we're kind of unsure if it's going to be like a good horror movie or if it's going to be something, I don't know. Yeah, because it basically is murdery Groundhog Day. Yeah. It's like a slasher film mixed with Groundhog Day and even the killer's mask just yeah. looks really... and how she's repeating her birthday over and over again. Yeah, like, because it can be... A uh, comedic horror movie can can be well done. Mm-hmm. It's just... It depends, you know, it's, it, yeah. you don't know what the writing is going to be like because all we've seen are the trailers, and that's usually a bad indication of the final product, so... Yeah. Um, also, I really like to see Jigsaw, which is the... I believe the eighth movie. Wait, they're 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 doing an origin movie for the Jigsaw Killer. No, they're doing Saw Eight, but it's where like ten years later, and they this Jigsaw like it's happening again. Okay. So, so like, and but he's Jig- not alive, so they're trying to figure out who's, who's doing really like is, is it yeah. a copycat or yeah. something else? Or if he's alive? Yeah. So I'm, that comes out on Halloween, so I'm really eager to see that because I have been a fan of the Saw movies. Yeah, I mean, it, the gore. The gore is a little. Yeah, I mean, like. No, but what I'm saying is uh, that is kind of the main draw for most people yeah. is, 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 I believe, like, because it gets creative. It gets really downright <laughs> creative. But, it, yeah, like, it, 
it's, you know, it's not entirely my thing because I'm more of a story guy. I'm more of an mm-hmm. interesting writing guy. Yeah, but, but, yeah, I, for those who are fans of it, they're probably going to Yeah, I it. feel like some of the movies is kind of repetitive and it's the same thing. But I'm excited to see, I was like remakes of movies and where it's 10 years later or like origin movies. Oh, yeah, origin. Before this happened, yes, uh, uh, speaking, about... Yeah, speaking of origin movies, uh, there is a movie coming out, and this is for more of the comic book fan people. Uh, I'm part of that fandom there. Uh, basically, Martin Scorsese, yes, that Martin Scorsese, is making an origin to the crown prince of crime himself, the Joker. And it's going to be an origin movie, and this is all speculation, but they're planning on having it R-rated and possibly casting Leonardo DiCaprio as the Joker. And uh, I have mixed reviews about this, but I want to hear your opinion first. I mean, who doesn't like Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, that, that is true. Like, <laughs> as a girl of movies and the Titanic, I mean, oh, yeah. I like Leonardo DiCaprio. Am I the only person who thinks they both could have lived? I mean... Yeah, they definitely could have. <laughs> but no, uh... I, I have mixed reviews because the Joker is my favorite time, really. Sorry, I have to do the voice whenever I talk about him. Just, just, I, he is my favorite villain. So the fact that well, one of the biggest draws about the Joker is he doesn't know who he is and he does not care. He is just happy with who he is. He doesn't give a crap who he was before. But, you know, I, I think it can be made interesting. I like the Tim Burton Batman movie, and that gets the Joker's yeah. origin, so... Uh, plus Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, he can play a madman. I've seen Wolf of Wall Street. He can definitely play a madman. I'm not really interested watching Batman movies or the franchise, but I would be if Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Also, I was reading um, a little bit about it, and I guess they had Todd Phillips, who wrote The Hangover, mm-hmm. who's going to co-write the script, which so, I feel like is yeah, a little bit super in there. But that's, with, that's kind of the thing, though. Like, the Joker does not like lowbrow comedy. That's just not that's not his character. Like he doesn't curse like a sailor. He doesn't use nudity as a as a you know a crutch. But mm-hmm. like you know, if it's set like if Martin Scorsese is famous for like you know uh, uh, basically gangster mobby you know people up the higher ups like Wolf of Wall Street. There's mm-hmm. a lot of like drug all this other stuff. So that could work. But like I want them to use the R rating effectively for the Joker. Like mm-hmm. like. The way to do it effectively for the Joker, in my opinion, is a lot of gore, yeah. a lot of uh, creative uh, smiley deaths. That's that's basically the like the effective way to use an R rate, in my opinion, for the Joker. And I'm also excited uh, for the Justice League that's coming up in November. So I'm really excited about that. What is that about? Uh, basically, it's if you haven't seen the first few, uh, Wonder Woman was. I'm sorry, the only good one that came out recently. Okay, yeah, I just previous to that. Yeah, Wonder Woman's pretty good. So basically, it's uh, the people that we've established in Batman v Superman, Wonder Woman. Okay. Uh, they're all going to come together. It's Flash, Aquaman, uh, you know, all the popular marketable mm-hmm. heroes. They're all going to come together. I'm nervous because uh, Snyder was on the helm for this, but there was a lot of reshoots because due to his personal family tragedy and. Uh, I am nervous because Suicide Squad also had a lot of research, <laughs> and that did not go well, especially with their Joker, which that's pretty much why we're getting the new Joker movie, because I'm not 
saying that uh, Jared Leto was terrible. I just I hated the design, all the tattoos and, and the grill, and I didn't really like the fact that he was so young. And they didn't really focus a lot of screen time on him. So basically, yeah. yeah. So they definitely. Yeah, they definitely needed kind of a reboot. Uh, I'm not saying that's Leto's fault. I'm just saying that uh, they didn't really handle one of their most popular characters well. Uh, so, yeah, that pretty much sums up my uh, my opinion as what I'm looking forward to this year. Cause... So, maybe we should switch now to talk about our experiences in the theater? Yeah, definitely. Uh, there's a lot of interesting uh, experiences we've had in the theaters. Uh, you can go first. Um, well, I guess we can talk about... Uh, who's the movie here? I'll just, just switch to AMC. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, the Allegheny Theater yeah. was is the only place that I've ever really watched a movie drive in for folks. Yeah, I do want to go to the Sportfield Dragon. Oh, yeah, it's, it's real great. fun. It's like basically you get uh, two movies pretty much the price of one. Oh. And uh, I'm sure you're there late. But, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess I really like what they offer over there. I think it's like half price. Uh, half price Tuesday. It's like yeah. like five five and change. For, for it's, it's so cheap in comparison to my hometown. I feel like I every really spending twenty dollars or more. Actually, it's like five and change for matinees too. So like yeah. This step, we're all. So yeah, we don't really have time to go. I don't know why I did it, but I shut. I couldn't control myself. It's not like uh, 
there were a lot of people in yeah, the theater at that point. I'm like, oh, how are they still alive? I literally shouted that, and, like, my friends cracked up. And, yeah. Like, nobody yelled at me, so I'm like, That's why it just kind of came out. I mean, yeah, I'm like, really that is not possible. Like, yeah, no way. Like, for... The fact that they got from the Democrats to the ocean in the first place. Okay, now that was a bit of a stretch, but I can yeah. somewhat believe it because of the awning well, stuff. Well, in the cause... movie, at the end, when they are all in that truck, and they somehow get out yeah. to the ocean. You know what I'm talking about? In yeah, the yeah. Side story. Yeah. That's... So, okay, Brian apparently texted us. Uh, he must be listening. Uh, but, hey, Brian, can can you say something? I, I don't think we can hear you. So, yeah, I don't know what's happening here, but Brian is clearly listening because he just texted me, so I don't really know what uh, don't really know what's happening here. Yeah, it doesn't look like we can hear you, Brian. He just texted me saying that doesn't look like we can hear you. We've probably been talking this entire time, and we just haven't been hearing you. And I just, well, I apologize for that, Brian. Yeah, this, this software has that. We've, we've had this problem in the past. I remember back when we did podcasts uh, for the sports symposium on this software, we had a little bit of a we had a little bit of a problem last oh, semester okay. with uh, actually guests being able to you know hear them. Hmm. So we don't know if like people can hear you, Brian, if you've been saying stuff, but uh, for some reason we can't hear you. Yeah. Anything else? you want to add on movies? Yeah, well, uh, the only thing I can really say is uh, my friend Brian and I, we're, we're kind of, a, we are, we consider ourselves to be critics. We, like, we, okay. we take more critical analysis or analyses of, of movies. Like, we, we, we know, recognize certain tropes that have been used to death, and then we, we appreciate it when they're taking a new creative spin. But that honestly depends, because, like, we, like, Dumb movies too. I mean, mm-hmm. like we love the movie Face Off just because it's, yeah. it's Nicolas Cage and John Travolta, <laughs> and and like like we said, Tim Curry is a riot in, in it. Like most people are terrified of, of the ninety five it. Like oh yeah, sure when I saw it. it's Tim Curry. <laughs> How can you be afraid of Tim Curry? The, the, remember the, the literal line of him in the in the, in the library where he's, he's on the railing of the library and he's like, "You got put down in a cab, you still well, you better let him off." What? What? You were scared of that. Yeah. People were afraid of this. <laughs> but nah, nah, in all seriousness, uh, oh yeah, it is much more of a yeah. Brian made a really good point. Uh, yeah, it is much more of a, a comedy in the in the. Uh, television series in the 90s because oh, yeah. uh, basically it was more of uh, you had to be dumbed down for television because that's what it was. And for what it was, it was corny and it was enjoyably yeah, corny. That was the 90s also. Yeah, the 90s was enjoyably corny. It yeah. was an enjoyably corny decade, except for you know the Joel Schumacher Batman movies, which Brian and I will not get into, but we have, we have opinions about those. So... Do you have any other things? Uh, I think I've uh, pretty much covered everything. I don't know. Oh, the back, the back credit card. The back credit card. We are not getting into this, Brian. We are not getting into the, the Joel Schumacher Batman movies. Right? Yes, there was an entire scene in Batman and Robin 
the movie famous for putting nipples on the bat costume. Yes, Google that. That's real. Uh, basically, it tried to go back to the Adam West days, which doesn't work because it's supposed to be a continuation of the Tim Burton movies, which were dark. And there's an entire thing where Poison Ivy basically, um, you know, uses her, her love thing. That's one of her things. She makes men attracted to her because of the hormones, because she's about uh, plant powers. Basically, there's an entire scene where they're at kind of a sexist dating auction, you know, a bachelorette auction, and Batman and Robin, in full costume, are there. You know, you know how like you know they operated in the shadows or whatever. Not this, not this movie. No, they bid it on her, and he's like two million. Pulls out a bat credit card wow. <laughs> and says never leave the cave without it. So yes. Okay, we did the rant, Brian. Yeah. We did the rant. <laughs> oh, a Batman versus Egghead film. Oh yeah, that actually wouldn't be half bad. Although Vincent Price uh yeah, Bat Brian just texted that he wouldn't mind seeing Egghead in, in a future Batman movie and Egghead was played by Vincent Price in the Adam West show. Basically he was the smartest guy on earth, which he kind of was because it was the 60s and they were all dumb. So, so yeah, basically he unfortunately had a bunch of insufferable egg puns. Worse than Mr. Freeze in that same Batman movie because Mr. Freeze is played by Arnold Schwarzenegger in Batman and Robin, and he only did ice puns. All right, cool party, everybody chill. Yeah, that's 90 minutes of that. Wow. <laughs> yes. Admittedly, yeah, so basically he wants to see Egghead in a Batman movie. Which, that can work. I mean, he is more of a, like, maybe if we don't tone down the egginess of his personality and we just focus mainly on, you know, the the, uh, the intellect part of it. Yeah. And that would be a decent psychological problem. Like, mm-hmm. the calculator, maybe him and the calculator could team up because he's a pretty calculating villain, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, do you have anything else uh, you want to talk about? Like any horror movies in particular that maybe uh, you enjoy? Like there, like maybe a movie um, you enjoy. Is there any movie you enjoy ironically? Like that, like we enjoyed Batman and Robin. Uh, I really am kind of like the original Halloween movies. Oh, yeah. That's... Um, I like older, like original. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. I love the Elm Street. Halloween. What's the other one? Um, Friday 13th. Mm-hmm. Those are feeling like cult favorites. Um, they never get old. Oh, Brian's uh, guilty pleasure is uh, the Dick Tracy movie from the 90s. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. Oh, that's really cool. It's, is it? Actually, it is. Uh, Danny Elfman did the same, it did the composure for it and basically uh, composed for it. And he did Batman the year before. So basically, oh. Dick Tracy's theme song sounds exactly like the Batman. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I'm more fond of the older movies rather than the newer remakes. I feel like a lot of the time they're not... Yeah, I know. The re- realistic, yeah, I mean, the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street had no soul. Yeah. Like, I love Jackie Orlaley. Like, if you've ever seen Watchmen, uh, he played Rorschach, and he was amazing. He was the best part of that movie. But, you know, I don't think they gave him a lot to work with yeah. with Freddy Krueger. Besides, it, it, the makeup didn't really look convincing. No, it didn't even look like He looked like like, like a naked bull rat yeah. with, with, <laughs> with a knife. With a knife. <laughs> Yeah, again, no disrespect on Jackie Earl Haley. He was yeah. just doing what they told him to do. But, yeah. like, you know, y- y- you got to kind of have some sort of grandiose for Freddy because he's a smart aleck, and that was what separated him from, oh, yeah, It Follows. Uh, Brian says It Follows is actually a decent movie. Really? Hmm. I'm gonna... Oh, you've never seen Oh, basically, it's 
I don't know if we can say this here about what the theme it actually is. Yes, 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 that's what it is. But I don't know if we're allowed to say that on, on the air, Brian. Uh, basically, Brian is texting us his answers because his microphone isn't working. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, kind of a safe sex uh, movie because, okay, here's here's how I would think it. The movie, the ghost in the movie is transmitted the same way, uh, okay, I'm just going to say it. The ghost is an STD. Oh, okay. That's basically okay. what it is, yeah. Is this, when was this made? It follows. It was made relatively recently. I think I it was like, like 2014, like, right, Brian? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was around 2014. And uh, basically, yeah, the, it, it, the ghost is an STD or an STG, <laughs> as he put it. <laughs> Transmitted ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so basically that's what it is. And it, it's an interesting setup because the ghost it, it, it's creepy because of the way it moves, because it doesn't move like, you know, it just it walks really slowly, and it looks like anything, and only the person who has had uh, relations with the person who's uh, been exposed to the ghost uh, can see it, and it looks like something different each time, and they don't know, like, there's a bunch of shots with a bunch of people in the background, and you don't know if the person slowly walking towards the camera is yeah. the ghost or not, and that's that just adds a, a level of dread. But yeah. the weird thing is, like, mm-hmm. it gets kind of corny. Oh, yeah, no back, right, right. They don't hear the background? Oh, no, was it in the background? I thought there was, like, that one shot uh, at the school when they pulled in, and then there was this one guy, because they were talking, and there was this one guy walking toward the camera in the background, because maybe I just saw that, and uh, I, I that's what I interpreted. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, the weird thing is, you can get other people to see the ghosts kind of the same way that slapstick comedies make you see invisible people by, like, throwing sheets and paint on them. And, yeah, you can actually see the ghosts at that point. How, like, Ah, uh, yeah. Like, I am not a huge... Like, I'm not a huge horror movie person. Okay. Because, like, like I said, I am much more of a story guy, and I'm, like, interested mm-hmm. with the characters and stuff. And though I love... Horribly slow death like a <laughs> Oh my god, have you seen that YouTube video? No. Oh my god. Yeah, Brian brought up uh, there was this hilarious sketch. It was a parody of the uh, slasher genre uh, called Horribly Slow Death with an Inefficient Weapon. And it's basically like, it started as a nuisance. And basically, it's just some dude in skull makeup just slowly tapping a guy with a spoon. <laughs> And basically, it just shows this guy he's slowly driven to madness because this guy is just repeatedly hitting him with a spoon, and he can't, like he can't die, and that's the joke because it was you know it's a, it's a spoof on the on the slasher genre. For anybody who hasn't seen it, horribly slow death with an inefficient weapon is hilarious. It's on YouTube. I, I seriously go check it out. It's funny. But uh, yeah, so basically, horror movies are not really my thing because like. It's just good. Like, if it's creative, I like it. Like, yeah. uh, the Nightmare on Elm Street series, it gets really creative. Yeah. Like, the way he kills them in the nightmare. Yes. Oh, yeah, it is predictable. I'm not going to lie, Brian. But... Yeah, most horror movies are predictable. That's kind of... What I'm talking about with recent horror movies and why I don't like them is because it will. But I feel like with the older ones, there's just something about it that makes it more, like, original. Oh, yeah, like, the older ones yeah. had uh, definitely a charm. Like, yeah. You can argue that many of... DC Comics people can come from like horror yeah. movies because 
they literally ripped the Joker off from a movie called The Man Who Laughed. It was an old silent horror movie, and you could tell, like, just by looking at this guy, yeah, they designed the Joker after him. So, yeah, horror actually uh, has been, you know, slowly introduced into pop culture. You know, we, we okay. wouldn't have, like, Dracula or Frankenstein, okay. Wolfman or Mummy. Like, none of this stuff would exist if there wasn't uh, universal movie monsters in the past to base off. Yep, exactly. And those are also the best movies. Oh, uh, yeah, but admittedly, they are also technically based on uh, previous works of fiction because, you okay. know, they were novels. Yeah. Or they were mm-hmm. yeah. movies, but... Yeah, I know, like, but the way we know Frankenstein is the Universal Monster movies, because, like, in the book, he was actually relatively intelligent. He yeah. could, he could form full sentences. And uh, the famous line, it's alive, it's alive, was not from the novel. It no. was from the monster movie. Yeah. And, like, all the stuff we have ingrained in pop culture can be, you know, traced back to the old uh, cinematic stuff. And that's, that's why I love movies so much. Like, yeah. they can uh, transcend the... Uh, transcend time and just, you know, immerse themselves mm-hmm. in pop culture. And admittedly, there are some movies that go by the wayside and they're forgotten, and some are hidden gems. But Do you prefer to read books before you watch shows? Uh, that depends entirely because uh, I wasn't into comic books before high school, and I watched a bunch of comic movies before I read the comics. Like, mm-hmm. I, watched, I read watched the Watchmen movie before that, and that's actually what got me interested in reading it. And okay. They're not at all the same ballpark, but, you know, they're both good in their own right. Yeah, they have their you own find that books are better than... Um, that's that is entirely think. debatable, because it, 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 it often depends, because, uh, yeah, Stephen but, King movies are usually more entertaining than the books, than the books yeah. but they're not better, Yeah, because, you know, the movies are get pretty goofy, mm-hmm. like Langoliers, 90s It, uh, yeah. uh what was the one with the living cars that I thought was hilarious? Uh, uh, there was one with living cars. Uh, Nostalgia Critic did a review of it, Brian. Uh, do you remember what it was? It was like Real Steel or something? Uh, no, not, not Real Steel. Uh, monster Truck? Yeah, I don't think that was it. Uh, it, it was some truck, you know, pun. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was basically a bunch of technology coming to life, and then uh, the cars circled the gas station, and they were freaking out inside <laughs> Stephen King actually directed it, which I thought was kind of funny. Because, like, yeah, basically he's – the advertisement was him standing in front of uh, the titular monster truck, which was – it was like a toy. It was an 18-wheeler, you know, for a toy company. And it had, like, the Green Goblin's face on front of it. That's not what it was. Yeah, yeah, basically he was like – the advertisement said, I want to do Stephen King right because it's Stephen King. And maybe that is what he wanted, like, you know. Maybe something that was a bit creepy, but maybe something that you didn't mm-hmm. take too seriously. That's true. So, yeah, that's, that's kind of a mess. Yeah, it is. It, it is all. Um, and that's the good thing about movies. Actually. Yeah, like you said, you like mm-hmm. uh, the movie Titanic. I yeah. kind of think it might be a little bit overrated. I, under- be, I understand. I, mean, I understand. It's classic. I like classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 90s mentality. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <it's> 90s <laughs> good job, Brian. That's a nice one, Brian. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think we're pretty much almost yeah, reaching the 30-minute mark. Yeah, we're almost reaching the 30-minute mark. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, Brian, for uh, working with uh, yeah, commentating through text because of uh, we're sorry about the, uh, the technical difficulties. But uh, we had fun. Uh, thank you. I'm your biggest fan too, Brian. All right.
Thank you so much for listening. Have a good day, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.